Welcome to Bourbon and Bug College Football. I'm Zan. I'm here with my co-host, Alex. How you guys doing? Let's get this thing going, man. Let's get it going. We're going to get right into it, starting off. Uh, we're going to do our first five games here, just a little SEC slate. Number one here, I've got uh, Georgia at Auburn at Jordan-Hare Stadium. What are you thinking? Uh, this one's pretty easy for me. The dogs are taking this one, obviously. Wait. Um, it's going to be a fun game to watch, just because of Auburn. I mean, you kind of want to see what they do. I mean, I just, they're obviously not going to win. I think everybody knows that. But I want to see what they do against them. They're a big question mark. I mean, I don't think they're very good. I mean, you got to give them time, obviously. But that's just the only thing for me in this game, honestly. It's just not very exciting for me, as in gamesmanship-wise, as in it's going to be a great matchup. But, I mean, I kind of want to see what Auburn does against an opponent like Georgia. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I mean, the Dogs have won six straight, 15 in the last 18. Uh, so history is not really on Auburn's side here. And uh, another interesting thing here, out of the last Power Five opponents Auburn has played, out of the last five Power Five opponents Auburn has played, their quarterback has not thrown o- over 100 yards. Do you think that's going to change tomorrow? Uh, no. <laughs> not against their defense. Lord, no. If he hasn't done it yet, man, no. They're going to have to run the ball, and they're going to have a really hard time doing that too probably. So. Yeah, yeah, I don't – the dogs' defense hasn't been what it's been the past few years, but uh, I don't see Robbie Ashford doing, doing much here. But uh, should be should be an interesting one. This I don't want to say this might be the best competition George has played so far, but I mean it could be kind of. No, I I you I I have to give South Carolina a little bit more credit on that one. Yeah. South Carolina has been so far. Yeah, it's it's so early in the year. Sure. But, I mean, the South Carolina is actually not a bad team, man. I mean, well, they're a bad team with a very talented quarterback and wide receiver core. Their offensive line is horrible. But Spencer Rattler's making it work. I mean, but, I mean, per se, that's the talented <clears throat> team. That's the hardest y'all opponent y'all have had to face. So yeah. Yeah, I think so. I was I was just trying to give Auburn a little credit there and maybe make them feel a little bit better about themselves. But, uh. No, I mean, I'm sorry, they're not that good. Georgia does have some key injuries, but I don't think it'll be too crazy. Amarius Mims obviously out. Javon Bullard has a chance to come back. I I don't know if Lab McConkey's going to play this week. They said he practiced a little bit. I don't think he's taking four reps yet, but uh, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, we're taking the dogs on this one and moving right on to our next game. This is your favorite game of the week, right here, right? South Carolina at Tennessee. Yeah, this one's going to be a. This one's going to be a barn burner, man. This one's going to be really fun. I can't wait for it. Dark mode, night game, Knoxville, Neyland Stadium. It's going to be rocking. I mean, crowd's going to be huge in this. Their offensive line's young. They're not They're not very good. Our defensive line has been pretty solid so far this year. I mean, you just got to do it against SEC opponents. I mean, they get that pass rush. You got to keep Spencer Rattler in the pocket. It's pretty simple. I mean, he can run around on you all day and make plays. He's shown it since the Tennessee game last year. So, <laughs> I mean, I'm confident we can pull this one out. I think we do. Um, I predict a scoreline about, like, I'd say about 34-31 because, I mean, our defense, our linebackers, man, we need Keenan Pilly back bad. We're missing him huge. Um, young. They're going to press the middle of the field. Every team's going to press the middle. I'm going to keep saying it. Every team's going to press the middle of the field on Tennessee until they can show that they can stop it. They have yet to do so all last year. They did so in the beginning of the year with Keenan Peely. He's been out. They have, their coverage is just horrible in the middle. 
So it's just it's gonna be fun. I mean, firepower offense. They're gonna be. I think it's gonna be some scoring. I mean, yeah, I think it's definitely gonna be a shootout. I mean, South Carolina's coming into this game with the last total defense in the SEC, I believe. Yeah. So, uh, and Tennessee's running game is. Looking pretty good this year. They're averaging 229.5 yards a game, which is the eighth best in the country. Uh, having that against uh, the last defense in the SEC, it it could could bring some problems to the yeah, Gamecocks. That's what, that's what, that was going to be one of my keys of the game, man. We have to run the ball. And then it's kind of simple. we got to help Joe Milton out as much as we can with that offensive line. I mean, Joe's not great. I mean, he's – He's a good quarterback, but he's not a great quarterback. And I mean, he, I mean that as in the play goes right, he's gonna he's gonna make the play. He's not a guy that's gonna get you out of place. So the offensive line's not help, helping him at all right now. I mean, getting Cooper Mays back is huge. Our tempo should be back to what it was. I mean, it's just it's, the tempo's been off, man, since last year. I mean, you look how fast our offense was last year. It is just it looks nothing like that this year, man. I mean, last game. Tempo was there, like uh, it was. It wasn't what it was last year, but it was the closest thing it's been. And you look at that. I mean, we scored more points than we have all season. I mean, UTSA obviously, but I mean, look at Austin Peay. Should have yeah. scored more on there. I mean, it's just we got to have tempo. Getting Cooper Mays back is huge. I think the fans are going to be juiced. Josh Eiple's obviously juiced about this game. I'm sure he's been cooking up something. I mean, honestly, I really hope so because I really don't want to lose this game, man. I I think we win. I think we. I'm confident. I mean. It's just it's nerve wracking fun. I mean, I love it. I love oh, golf sure. football. I can't wait. I'm sure you're trying to get redemption from that 63-38 loss last year. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. Uh, which I think is actually a good thing going into this game. The boys are going to be fired up. Nealon's going to be rocking, and uh, I think a big key to this game is just getting pressure on Rattler, mm-hmm. just flat out. Which the Vols defense does get pressure, at averaging 9.8 TFL and four sacks per game, which is the third best in the country. So uh, if you can continue to do that against South Carolina, Tennessee walks out of this game with a win. I think so too. I think that's those are definitely the keys of the game. I mean, I couldn't have said it better myself, bro. Um, I mean, I mean, you got to be excited to watch this game. I mean, as a college oh, football I'm, fan, I'm super I mean, excited. I think it'll be a good game for sure. I I can't wait, dude. I mean, the fireworks, dude. Get your popcorn ready. Lane Kiffin quote, love it. One problem for Tennessee though, Xavier Leggett should be back. Yeah, I mean, uh, Leggett's going to play. We, I mean, we knew that all week. I mean, the guy can fly. He's a gamer. He can play. I mean, he's been there in South Carolina a couple of years. You get a new offensive coordinator in there. I mean, he's balled so far this year. I mean, Juice Wells isn't going to play this week. That's huge for South Carolina. That's their best receiver. I mean, that helps a little bit. I mean, as long as Tennessee gets their guys back from last week, I think most people could have came back in anyways. Uh but we're looking pretty healthy ourselves. I mean, I just I have this is the game for me where I got to see it, man. I mean, the inconsistency yeah. is just wild to me. I mean, you look at it; it's like Virginia. You 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 don't walk out feeling great about it, but you don't walk out feeling like, oh my god, our season's over. Yeah, you walk in. I don't think we knew how bad Virginia was at that point. Yeah, exactly. So it, yeah, it wasn't quite as yeah. bad. And then you look at it, and then it's Austin P, and you start to worry. It's like, man, okay. You look at college football this year, it's a little weird. Things happen, maybe, you know. No way Florida can beat us, though, right? Because you look how bad they've been all year. It's like, okay, we'll be fine. And then you look how bad, and I mean, just how badly we beat ourselves. It's just hilarious. And then you look, I mean, UTSA, I mean, the first half was about the best half you could have had. And then, I mean, it's just what Tennessee's going to show up this year is I hope the good one, but. Yeah. 
Only time will tell. We'll find out Saturday. Oh, I but can't wait, man. As it's of now, we're, we're rocking with the balls on this one. Yes, sir. Going Go straight balls. on to our next game here. We got the Florida Gators at Kentucky. This one's going to be fun, dude. It's going to be mean, a fun one. Yeah, I mean, you look into the keys of the game on this one. I mean, for me, if you look at it pretty simply, I'm going to take Kentucky on this one due to the fact their defense. Their defense is pretty – I feel like they have one of the top defenses in the SEC, I'll say. But their offense is just obviously not what they was hoping to be with Devin Leary so far this season. But I'm just not sold on Florida's offense. It's very vanilla. I mean, very short throws. I mean, I can understand Merch is banged up, but he's been a system QB his whole career. I mean, if they can't run the ball against Kentucky, I just don't see any way that they win this football game. So I think Kentucky's offense does enough. I think their defense holds strong. I'm going to take Kentucky on this one. It's going to be interesting, man. I don't think Devin Leary's quite the player that Kentucky thought he was coming in. He's already matched his interception total from the 2021 season with five picks, and we're only four games in, which could be a concern, maybe not too much. But uh, Is that a uh, welcome to the SEC? That is welcome to the SEC. Defense is a little bit different over here. But uh, it could cause some problems when you're going up against this Florida or this Florida defense, which might not seem that good watching the games. But uh, they're actually the top SEC in passing defense right now. Mm. They're only allowing 162.8 yards per game, and they're ranked fifth nationally for passing defense. Yeah, I mean, I I mean those are good those are good stats. I think. I mean, I know it's early in the season. Yeah, it's, I mean, you, I mean, it's all kind of skewed, but just just I going mean, into this game. I mean, going into the game, you look at it. I mean, Kentucky hasn't played anybody either. I mean, yeah. True. So I mean, that's not a bad stat. I mean, thank you for pulling that up because I mean, I, I mean, I just look at Florida's run deep. I mean, there's even Salon Stout. I mean, helps their secondary out a little bit, but I mean, hey, man. It's going to be a low-scoring game. Definitely take the under on this one. I mean, I don't oh, know yeah. what it is yet, but... Yeah, that Florida run defense is tough, too, but Kentucky, they average about 5.5 yards a carry. Uh, but I don't think they're doing that tomorrow night against this, this Florida defensive line is stout. Man. Yeah, man, they're, uh, they're, they're, they're some big boys up there. They're That's the best part of the, honestly, Florida's team. So, I mean, yeah, they're, they're not going to... So. They're not. They have a. They have. I will say Florida has a pretty good front seven. That I'll give them that. They have a pretty decent defense. I'll take that back. I mean, they do. Their their defense is all right, and the offense it's it's questionable. But I think I think Grammer's been serviceable. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think I mean, he's, I think he's hitting around. I mean, obviously he did the things he needed to do to beat Tennessee. So <laughs> yeah. I mean, you don't have to do a lot to do that, but he saved your head coach another year. Congratulations. Yeah, but I think this Florida offense it'll really rely on the backfield in this game, but it's going to be a tough thing to do, you know. Yeah, I mean, SEC games. I mean, uh, you love conference games. I mean, when you get into conference, dude, it just, stuff gets so weird. It yeah, does. It's just you can play the worst team in your conference, and they're still going to give you the best game. Of their I mean, life. It's, it's just it's crazy, man. It's just like everybody. It's just it's like it's meant to be it's sec ball head to head let's just let's hit each other in the mouth and see who wins it's all all, all these teams know each other they know what they're bringing I, to the that's table. what i think too man it's just you you know each other so well it's yeah. like who's 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 gonna whose game plan is gonna win and come on top that's why you just love conference play so much dude it's always great but yeah overall we're gonna take kentucky on that one easy and, uh, let's roll on right on here to lsu at ole miss 
mean, I spent a tiny bit of time on this one, but not too much. I'm definitely going to take LSU on this one due to the fact I really just don't think Lane Kiffin can win big games, man. I mean, you've seen it so far. I mean, I mean his – Jackson Dart just didn't play well. I mean, you expect – you expect different. I mean, what do you – I mean, you never – dude, let's just – can we talk about this for a second? You never know what Lane Kiffin's going to do, man. You don't. I mean, is he going to come out with look, – look at the quarterbacks they have on their roster. They had three transfer quarterbacks come in. They're going to play the, the Sanders guy from Oklahoma State last year? You just gonna throw him in there? I mean, it, the, what? What if Jackson's daughter starts to play bad in the first half? I mean, I get it. I mean, I, I really do. Jackson Dart's just his team, yada yada yada. But I mean, you, Lane Kiffin's done worse in the past. It could happen. I don't see a quarterback replacement, even if Dart plays horrendously. I mean, I guess if he gets out there and throws three picks in the first half, sure he's getting replaced, but. If he doesn't make any major mistakes, I don't see him getting taken out in this game, even if they're losing pretty bad. Fair enough, but, fair enough, fair enough. But it could happen. Crazier things have happened, and Lane Kiffin's a pretty unpredictable guy. Yeah. I mean, you look at it, the Sanders guy just was not a bad player last year. He, I kind of, Everybody kind of thought he transferred there to be the starter, I mean, but then he lost out to the dart. So, I mean, yeah, it's, it's a cool story to talk about, but you're right. You're, you're definitely probably right. It's not right. Should be an interesting one. Uh, I think this LSU offense probably isn't going to have too many problems moving the ball against Ole Miss. Yeah, that's what uh, that's what I'd say. I I I definitely take LSU's offense over Ole Miss's defense. I'm not too sold on them. Yeah, I mean Jaden Daniels leads the SEC in passing yards, and uh, he ranks second for quarterbacks in rushing yards. And uh, let's talk about this kid, Malik Neighbors. You mean the absolute dog? I'm talking about him. Hey, man, dude's a great player. I mean, you love to see it. Last year, you, you see all the pre-Madonna stuff on the sidelines, all the crying, all this and that. Dude, I mean, he's come back, and, I mean, dude's having a pretty phenomenal season so far. It's kind of fun to watch. Yeah, I mean, he's doing great so far. He's second in the SEC in receiving yards. So, Who's number one? Do we know? Uh, it's on the tip of my tongue. I don't I don't, I don't know. know. It's we'll just get, fun stuff to talk about. We'll get back to you We'll get back that. to that on that. Who is it, though? I don't know. I'm man. really I'm, curious now. Yeah, I might have to look it up because, I mean, I'm really curious now. I just love all the SEC stat checking because it's the favorite conference. So. Just bear with us here for a moment. Let's see. 2023 player stats. This one's not giving me the Xavier Leggett. There we go. There we go. We probably just talked about that. I mean, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's a lot going on here. We've got a lot of games to cover, a lot of notes. So uh, just bear with us, guys. We're we're still getting started in this. We're we're gaining gaining some composure here, though. Yeah, Uh, for sure. But yeah, we're gonna go. We're gonna go LSU on that one. No doubt. I don't think it'll be be much of a problem yeah, for Yeah, me and but. you are pretty much agreeing on a lot of these. I mean, 
Not too crazy this week, but there's some good games in there. There are. I mean, I do like the Ole Miss one for sure. A&M Arkansas is going to be interesting. Florida, Kentucky is going to be. I mean, there, there's some. Yeah, the if a- you're an SEC fan, it's a yeah, great week. The SEC slate's really good this week. I agree with that one. And to round it off here at the end, we got Texas A&M versus Arkansas at AT&T Stadium. Home of the Cowboys. How you how you see this one going? I don't know, man. I'm, uh, what do you got? I don't know. It's it's a tough one. As I'm, we know, A and M just received some pretty bad news. Yeah, yeah. That's what that's what I was leaning towards. Texas A and M lost their quarterback for the year. I mean, who are you going to get out of Max Johnson? What's I mean, his confidence level right now? Yeah, we've seen Max Johnson before. We know he can ball, but. It's it's just gonna be it's gonna be a little different. You know? I mean, what's his confidence level losing job his job two times in two places? I that, mean, that's true. I mean, props to the guy for sticking it out and continuing to be a backup. But I mean, hey, it's gonna be interesting. But I'm gonna take Arkansas. I'm, I'm gonna take Arkansas due to the fact that I think they're a better team than some people think they are. Um, that LSU game was really fun to watch last week. I think they had every opportunity to win it. They just choked it. Um, I'm pretty high on Arkansas. I'm going to take Arkansas on this one. I don't mind that. I like the Razorbacks. But I'm going to take them overall. But just to put it out there, I mean, I think Max Johnson could have a pretty decent game. Yeah. I mean, you look at it. The Razorbacks are allowing over 213 passing yards a game. Yeah, their defense is uh, really sus, man. They're they're suspect. They're – they're they're interesting. They're Arkansas's defense is very aggressive. If they can get there, it works. But if they can't, it leaves leaves massive holes and big problems. Yeah, I, I I'm not high on their defense, so they're definitely going to have some opportunity to score in this game. Uh, I still got to rock with them, but you you definitely have a great point on that one. That's going to be a big key in the game for sure. Yeah, I mean, if you look at this A and M backfield, they're no slobs. No, man, they got some dudes back there. They have three good running backs in Amari Daniels, Le'Veon Moss, and the freshman Reuben Owens. I think they're all averaging over five yards a carry, which is pretty crazy for three backs, you know. Yeah. I mean, you look at it. Man, you look at it. Is it is it me or is in this new day of age of college football with NIL and all this and then transfer portal a lot of you see a lot of a lot of teams playing a lot more guys, do you not? Oh yeah. Do, do you do you believe that? I, I see a lot of teams playing three running backs, four running backs, two like I mean, it's insane. I mean, that's really Ro- rotating offensive that's linemen. That's really the story I mean, for like football in general is like the the committee running back room. Yeah. It used to not be like that back in the day. You have one guy, he's out there every down pretty much. But now it's all like running back by committee. You see you see people coming in on O line and D line, like you said, and I mean if you have the depth to do it, it's great because you get, I mean, you get you're fresh right. bodies out there. You're yeah. right. You're right. It's just crazy to me, man. Like, the day in like, college football, it's just really changing. It's just wild. It is. It's getting interesting out here. I thought that was a cool point. I don't know. And another key point of the game, the Aggies have a sophomore Noah Thomas coming back, which should help out Max Johnson a little bit. You think? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Duke and game. I mean, listen, he's no – he's Max Johnson is no slob, man. I mean, he's he's played in the SEC. He's got experience. I mean, losing losing their quarterbacks is not very fun. I'm sure it's heartbreaking. But you, you turn it to a guy that has experience. I mean, I, I'd rather have that than turn it to a guy with none. So I mean, definitely Texas A&M. They can still have they can still have high spirits on their season. It's not over. 
I mean, it's just depending on what they're going. But where, it's where's his confidence level? Like I said earlier, it, yeah, it's going to be definitely. it's going to be fun to see their offense now. I mean, what do they do? How do they change it? Putting the lefty quarterback in obviously changes things. You know, you flip the field. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you got to run all your play actions backwards. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's crazy, dude. I mean, it's wild. It's going to be it's going to be funny. It'll it'll be a good one. I think if they can keep Max Johnson upright, they have a chance in this game. But I'm still taking Arkansas. It might be a little bit of recency bias for that game they had against LSU. Yeah, but, I think so too. I but think still, so too. but still, I'm riding with the Razorbacks on this one. We'll take them. And uh, let's move on from the SEC games and get right into it here. USC at Colorado. I mean, at Folsom Field. You know the crowd's going to be going crazy. Yeah, you know uh, everywhere Colorado goes now. You know they're going to run their mouth. You know that the media is going to eat it all up. And you also know that when you do that, I mean, people are going to be ready to get on you when you don't. So, I mean, we don't have to talk about much about this one. I mean, I'm not obviously on the Colorado hype. I mean, all the media, everything. I, I'm pretty sure I, if you really look, ask a lot of college football fans, man, they'll, they'll honestly tell you about Colorado. It truly is. It's just like they're not that good. They're, they're not. They're a top they're twenty. They're they're exciting. They have a good you know they have a good offense. Horrible offensive line. I mean they have a good quarterback, good wide receivers. They got good skill guys. They just they're not very good in the trenches. Yeah, if it if it wasn't for the trenches, the Colorado team might be pretty dangerous. Yeah, they're a top twenty five team with the with every with everything yeah. that they have. But if you look at everything, they're. They're going to get creamed by USC, maybe even worse than Oregon, in my opinion. So I'm definitely going to take USC on this one. Yeah, I see a very similar game to the Oregon game, but uh, I think Colorado scores a few more points on this one. I don't think USC's defense is quite as good as Oregon. I was about to say, I think uh, I think their defense is a little bit more suspect than Oregon. I actually like Oregon's defense. I mean, they got Dan Lanning. I mean, I just this is pretty simple to me. I think. I can't wait to watch USC whip that. You know what, man? I mean, it's just gonna be, it's gonna be fun. I, yeah, I love, I love it. They scored over forty in their last four games. I don't see it stopping now. No, I don't. I don't either. It's gonna be fun. Everybody watch USC waxing by fifty. It's gonna be great. Yeah, it'll it'll be an interesting one. But uh, yeah, obviously we're going with USC on that one. Next up here, we got Notre Dame at Duke. Could be an interesting one. It, man, Duke, Duke is better this year than I thought they were. Um, but I still got to take Notre Dame on this one. You don't think Duke's a real deal? Uh, I think it'll be a good game. Um, I think I just I think Notre Dame's heart-crushing loss. I don't think they should have lost that game against Ohio State. They really choked it. They're the better team. I'm, uh, I'm still, I'm still rocking with, I'm still rocking with Notre Dame, so... Yeah, I think that was a tragic loss last weekend. And I mean, just I mean, mistakes at the end of the game. You could you could say it would have changed if they had eleven guys on the field there, but I mean, chances are it wouldn't. But they had every chance to win the game. They just couldn't pull it out. Yeah, man, I was about to say you look at every opportunity they had. Uh, if you're a Notre Dame fan, I'm I'm pretty sure you're you're sick about that more than anything else. But yeah, I mean, if you look at it. I think Sam Harmon's going to do his thing. I think so, too. Uh, Notre, Notre Dame's obviously the better team, but I think the key matchup going into this is uh, Sam Hartman versus Duke passing defense. I think they're kind of slipped on if you haven't really been paying attention to them, you know? Yeah, I'll give you that. They're fourth nationally in EPA, and uh, their pass defense leads the country in yards per attempt at just 4.4 yards. 
Could that solid, be a problem man. for Mr. Harmon? I was about to say, you know, you look at that, you uh, – I mean, they're going to have to run the ball. Uh, you open the run game. If they can run the ball, it's going to open up the passing. I mean, I, I mean, you, it they're, really comes down to that, man. Yeah, they're, they're obviously not going to shut Notre Dame down, but I think they – I think it could amount to some big stops and maybe a closer game than a lot of people yeah. are expecting. I mean, if they can get if they can get off the field on third down, then I think this is going to be a really close game. It's going to be fun to watch. I think Notre Dame comes out on top, but I think Duke is. Uh, I think Duke's going to shock some people this year. I think uh, it'll be really fun if Duke does make a good game out of this, and I think it could very easily happen. I know it's it's pretty cool to see Duke doing good after just being mm-hmm. a basketball school for so many years. I was about to say, man, who's going to keep saying that they're just a basketball school now, bro? That's what I'm saying. Like, obviously, we're taking Notre Dame on this one, but I don't want to be down on Duke at all. They're having a phenomenal season. I, yeah, I'm not. I think uh, I'll give you that one. You got to give respect to Duke. I mean, I mean, they've won all their games by at least 21. They're playing. They're playing good defense. I mean. It's, but it is going to be pretty much impossible to hang with this Notre Dame offense. I agree with that one, no doubt, bro. Moving right on to Kansas at Texas. What are you thinking? I'm going to obviously rock with Texas on this one. You know me. Uh, yeah. I'm pretty high on Texas. I'm going to continue to be on high on Texas. I like their defense. I think they're, they definitely have the best defense by far in that conference. Um, yeah. I mean, Quinn Ewers just keeps getting better, in my opinion. Um, they they won the big game in Bama. I know, obviously, they're not as good this year, but you win a game that big on the stage that early week two. Um, number three in the country. I mean, I'm I'm still I'm sticking with them. That's fair enough. I think they're at a good spot there at three, and uh, it's it's looking pretty good for Texas. I mean, Quinn Ewers is living the dream, though. I yeah, mean, I, I don't want to. I don't want to take away from him, but you're throwing to Xavier Worthy and Ad Mitchell. Yeah, man, he's he's. They've definitely helped him out this year by getting him. He, he's got it made there, and I mean, he's a, he's a great quarterback. I'm not taking anything away from him, but he has, I think, one of the better receiving cores in college football right now. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, and he also has a really good defense behind him too. Oh, absolutely, but don't sleep on Kansas. No, you can't. You can't sleep on Kansas, man. It's going to be fun. I think Kansas is going to give them a fight. Um, it's going to be exciting. I mean, I hope Kansas has the year they had last year. It's going to be really fun. I'm excited for this one. Um, it's going to be. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a good one. Kansas has a pretty explosive offense. I don't know how explosive it's going to be against this tough Texas defense, but uh, they're averaging 37.8 a game. Pretty pretty sneaky. <laughs> yeah, I mean. The betting lines aren't really giving giving Kansas a chance here, but I don't think that's very fair, to tell you the truth. Uh, Daniels is having another pretty decent season. Five touchdowns, one interception. Pretty good ratio. You like to see that. Um, he's 56 for 75, man. I mean, that's pretty solid. Yeah, uh, definitely. Their offense is definitely going to uh, make some noise. Uh, it just depends. I mean, I'm just – the thing for me is, like I said, it's really easy for me to go back and say this again. I'm just I'm too high on their defense for this one to give Kansas the win. That's the that's it for me. I mean, Texas is going to put up points. Kansas is going to put up some points. It's just their defense is not as good as Texas is. Yeah, I could see this game being like tight going into the third, and then the fourth, Texas kind of pulls away with it. Yeah, like gasses out Kansas a yeah. little bit, man. Yeah, I, I agree with that one. I think I think I I highly agree with you on that one. All right, we're taking Texas on that one. Another good one here. 
Utah at Oregon State. Ranked matchup number 10 versus number 19. Uh, Will Cam Rising be ready to go? I think so, man. Um, I think he's going to play. I think he's going to play in this game. I think he's going to make a big impact. Uh, I, I mean, look at it. Oregon State's loss last week. That was pretty hurtful. I mean, who who had them losing to Washington State? Not very many people. Um, I just I I take I take Utah on this one. It's Cam Rising. I just can't bet against the guy. I mean, that's that's pretty simple for me. Utah's defense solid. Um, they've kept them in every game this year since Cam Rising has been out. Now they got their boy back. They're going to put up points. I got Utah on this one. Yeah, Utah. I agree. Utah's defense is very solid. However, Oregon State ranks second in the Pac-12 in rushing offense. Obviously, Utah's defense ranks first in stopping the run. That could be an interesting matchup there. Yeah. You think Oregon State's going to be able to run the ball? Uh, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know. I I do know they have DJ. Uh, I do know they're going to throw the ball. Um, I think they'll be fine there. I mean, this is going to be a fun one. I, I, I think Oregon State's going to put up points. I think, I think they had a bad week last week. It's just, it's Cam. It, where's Cam Rising's confidence level after being out for so long? Um, if, they, if he does come back this game, which I believe he is, like I said. I just it's really hard for me to bet against Utah, but Oregon State's going to put up points. It's going to be a fun game to watch. You love the high scoring games, so that's the one. Those are the ones that are hard to they're really hard to predict because who's, you never know who's going to score more points, man. Yeah, so. it's it's hard to say, but even if Cam Rising doesn't play, they have to ride with Nate Johnson. I'm I'm still taking Utah on this one. I'm still taking Utah on this one as well. Doesn't matter who they play. I think Cam Rising he gives them extra 14, 21 points, something like that. But uh, even if they have to rock with Nate Johnson. I think it'll work. I think it'll work. He's it's also worked. a freshman that's getting better every week. So, it's worked I mean. so far. He's getting he's getting some good experience. Yeah. And uh yeah. Gonna ride with Utah on this one. I like it. All right. Last game here. Cincy at BYU. Mm, this one This one's tough for me. I mean, since he gave up a fight last week. But I just I'm gonna have to rock with BYU on this one. Yeah. What about you, man? I don't know, since he's moving the ball pretty well. They are, man. They 488 yards per game. It's pretty solid. Ranks 14th in the nation. But the problem is the red zone. That's where they have problems. It's where they run into issues. Yeah, I don't. I just don't think they have the offensive line the, that they need to be as successful as they want to be in the red zone. Yeah, their, their touchdown rate in the red zone is Forty-seven point four percent, which ranks a hundred and eighteenth. Yeah, that's I mean, bad. Yeah, I mean it's pretty. It's pretty. Uh, they definitely put up some points because you look at it, man. Seven touchdowns by their QB and five interceptions. I mean, yeah. Let's let's give Emory Jones some light here, man. I mean, <laughs> you, <laughs> man. I mean, I really forgot about the guy. I can't lie. I'm I really not too. trying to be like that, but I mean, you look at it, it's like Cincinnati. It's like. There's so much moving in the transfer portal. It's so hard to keep up I with know, everything. It's, it's impossible. And then you look at it, it's like, oh, my God, Emory Jones in Cincinnati. It's like, wow. I mean. <sighs> he's doing decent things. He's, he he's doing better things. He's almost already at 1,000 yards in four games this season. It's pretty impressive. I he's, mean, he's doing better things than he has previously in his career, I will say. Yeah, I mean, he has a pretty good uh, receiver in Henderson. I mean, 
I like the way they're moving the ball. I do. Um, I just I'll take BYU's defense on this one. They always have a really solid defense, and I think their offense will do enough to to squeeze out this game. I think it'll be a close one, but I'm gonna take BYU on this one. All right, I agree. I don't think Cincinnati I mean, quite has it enough. I mean, they choke in the red zone they, over I half think the that's time. What it is, man. And I think they they can't finish. I mean, you look that at is it. the issue. If Cincy starts to finish in the red zone this game, it could look very different. But yeah, I mean, they move the ball, man. You're right. They're they move, move the ball. ball. They're going to move it. I mean, I, that's just be. I think BYU has the defense, the the bend but not break effect. You know. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I mean, you look at it. The line's pretty much dead even, man. I mean, they got BYU pretty much at a minus one favorite. So pretty much call it even. I mean. It's going to be a – get your popcorn ready for a 9-15 game on a Friday night because it's going to be fun. It's going to be a tight game. But, yeah, we're going to roll with BYU on this one. All right, and to round out the show here, we're going to give you a little 20-leg parlay magic all money line. Yeah, you uh, you boys are going to have to listen to us on these parlays, man. We've, we've come so close every week this season. Um, this one's going to be a fun one. Uh, this is the one that hits. Yeah, this I think so. I think so. This one we created a pretty mean one. We went over it together. Uh, we put some work into it. So let's get into it, boys. Uh, first one right off the rip. We're definitely taking USC money line over Colorado minus thirteen fifty. Yep, taking that. We're not gonna waste y'all's time. Not much to say. We already talked about it earlier. Go with USC on this one. Our next game up, we got. Clemson and Syracuse. Go ahead and take Clemson on this one. Yeah, uh, this one's not very hard. Uh, Clemson showed out last week against Florida State. Um, this one's pretty pretty simple to me. Let's go. Let's rock with Clemson on this one, yo. All right. Sure. Uh, this next one we're going to go with uh, Minnesota over Louisiana Lafayette. We're going to take them with a minus 440. It's pretty easy for me. Absolutely. We'll take it. Next game up. Utah State and UConn. We're taking Utah State at minus two hundred five. Yeah, this one, uh, Utah State. I've I've always been a pretty decent fan of Utah State. They've always been strong with me on some parlays, so I can't go away with them. We're going to stick with Utah State. Let's get it. Great. I mean, this next one's going to be pretty fun too. Uh, Boston College over Virginia. I mean, Virginia's just not look good this year at all. So let's take uh, let's take. Let's take Boston College over Virginia, boys, with a minus 170. Pretty good odds, in my opinion, for a game that's pretty easy and simple for me for Boston College. Could be wrong, but. We won't be. No. Next up here, Miami, Ohio versus Kent State. We're taking Miami, Ohio at minus 675. Oh, yeah. We're taking Miami all the way. Uh, Miami, Ohio is having a good season. We're rocking high with them. Let's get it. Pretty easy one there. And I'm going to go ahead and say this next one since I have the liberties. We got we're taking the dogs versus Auburn, minus six fifty. But you know how that one's gonna go. Lock it in. Oh yeah, lock it in, y'all. Lock it in. This one's easy. I mean, on this next one, this one's pretty easy too. Definitely lock in Michigan with a minus one thousand. The odds are pretty up there. You know, you don't want to throw in all these odds in there, but not a lot of great games this week. Uh, but we're gonna we're gonna throw y'all thirty for thirty for twenty legger for to win ten k. Let's get it, y'all. Uh, this one's going to be pretty fire. We're looking pretty meaty in this one. Michigan's pretty simple. What do you What do you got on this one? We're going to take well, who on this one, Zan? We got Kansas and Texas, and guess who we're taking? No surprise here. We're taking Texas 
at minus 750. Not too hard of a decision there. Yeah, can we talk about a big line on the 750, though? That's a pretty big line. That is kind of wild. People are sleeping on Kansas right now. But. Yeah, I mean, people are sleeping on them. We're not wrong in this parlay. This parlay is definitely going to hit. But I think the 750 is a little unfair to, to Kansas. But Texas is for sure going to take this one out. It's a little bit much. What you got on this next one here? Oh, yeah, man. We're going to take Maryland over Indiana. Of course, Indiana's not looking very good this year. Maryland, big favorite here with the minus 675. They look good all year. Uh, we're going to rock hard with them. Let's get it. Yeah, absolutely. Our next game here. We are taking Missouri over Vanderbilt at minus 535. Could be a weird one. I was about to say, I was about to say, man, this one, this one, me and him, uh, me and him went over this one a couple times. It's going to be a weird one, but obviously we're going to have to take Missouri on this one. Yeah, Missouri's looked pretty good this year, so we're taking him over Vandy on that one. What you got on this next one? Ooh, this one's the, this one's the meatiest one, I think, in the whole bunch. This one was the, the most one talked about. We had to go back to it a couple times, but boys, we're rocking with LSU. Easy. Ole Miss, can't win big games. We talked about it earlier. We're not going to waste your time and get on it. But we're rocking LSU. Put it in there. LSU Rock with it. At, uh, minus 135. Not too bad on the odds there. But, yes. We Little are, odd booster. We are going with LSU. And up next, we got my boys down in Statesboro. We're taking Georgia Southern at minus 258 over Coastal Carolina. I think it's a pretty easy one. The Eagles have been playing pretty good all year. Yeah, man, we're uh, we're saying it right here on the pod. We're rocking hard with Georgia Southern all year long. They're going to be in every single parlay. They're a great team. They're they're a fun team to watch. Keep having them in the parlay. Great odd boosters. Rocking with the boys. Let's get it. Absolutely. And I'm gonna go ahead and let you take this next one. Oh yeah, this one's going to be the fun one. In my opinion, I can't believe the line odds on it. It's pretty big. Uh, you you wouldn't imagine that in a game like this, but. Come on, boys. We're taking Tennessee at home in Neyland Stadium against South Carolina. This one's going to be one of the funnest games of the year. Josh Heupel, get your revenge. Get us back on track. We're taking Tennessee on this one, boys. Let's run it. Yes, sir. Hammer the ball is minus 410. Next up here, we got Notre Dame and Duke. No surprise here. We're taking Notre Dame. With the minus 205. Minus 205. With the favor, okay. I mean, we're, we're going to take this one a little odd booster. You think uh, Notre Dame last week, low-scoring game. Duke has pretty good. Obviously, we talked about it. Good defense. But Notre Dame takes this one out here. I like the odd boost on this one in the parlay. Yeah, I don't think there's a whole lot of questions on this one. Notre Dame's running away with this one. I agree. This one, this next one coming up here is fun, too, y'all. Uh, definitely taking TCU over West Virginia. Not much to talk about. Good little odds with the minus 520. We're going to take them pretty hard. Let's get it. TCU, rocking with you. Yes, sir. And right up next, we are taking Alabama over Mississippi State at minus 650. Pretty big odds for... Pretty big odds. We'll throw it in there. It's 20 legs, man. Yeah. Well, you know, you you throw the, you look at the odds. You don't think Alabama would be that big of a favorite against Mississippi State putting that much points up last week. But, hey, Alabama got a big win. Obviously, Alabama. It's Alabama. We got to rock with them. They're going to take this one over Mississippi State. Put them in your parlay, boys, with us. Let's get it. Yes, sir. Ooh, we so had a, one of our favorite teams. Yeah, we. Yes, sir. Sorry, this is our me and me and Zan's uh, duo team together this year. Uh, we're putting Washington over Arizona this week. 
Huge favorites, uh, but you gotta throw them in the parlay, boys. This one's easy. This one's obviously gonna hit. Throw them in there. You gotta love, them. gotta love the Huskies. We're, we're jumping on the bandwagon. We jumped on before the season, so can't be mad at that. We're rocking with the Huskies. Yes, sir. And next up on our parlay here, we've got Kentucky beating Florida at minus one twenty. Another sketchy one. This one, this one's what you pretty much call even, man. This one's sketchy. We obviously talked about it earlier, but. Kentucky, man. Put it in there. Be confident about it. We're confident about it. Let's get it. Yes, sir. And the round out 20-leg parlay. Oh, yes, yeah, sir. This was uh, this was th- one of the three fun ones we talked about. We're throwing Arkansas with the upset here with a plus 195 to beat Texas A&M. That's going to be a great odd booster. Come on, y'all. I hope you like the parlay. Throw it in there. Put your 30 bucks on there to win 10000 Rock it with us. You know you want to. Thank us later. Thank you. Exactly. We're all going to be celebrating. Put it in. We're all going to be celebrating the same night. Saturday night. Saturday night, boys. Yes, sir. Win you $10,000. little slight. little, little slight. A little, little easy money. change for the boys. I'm know. telling you. Y'all got to listen to these each week because I'm telling you, we're going to give y'all some good ones. This is, this is a great one. This one's going to hit. This one's going to hit, boys. This one's going to hit. But, uh, yeah, I think that about wraps it up for the episode. We appreciate all y'all for listening. Yeah, man, uh, we appreciate everything you guys do for us. I mean, this is really fun for us to do. I hope you guys enjoy it. It's been fun. We're getting better week to week. Can't keep waiting to, keep, can't keep waiting to do this with you guys. Let's keep going. Yes, sir. Thank you all, y'all. Have a good night.